your pod and we're gonna tell you why hi it's dawn here joined by my trusted partner matt pickett as we await the next game Beep. how are you doing matt what's up with your saturday out there in cincinnati and um can you believe we're heading into game three of the season already uh it's pretty crazy right i know uh saturday is shipping up to be a pretty chill day like usual for me in cincinnati uh there's a girl scout thing happening with one of my kids so i'm kind of excited about that um, but otherwise, just kind of your typical, you know, chores and um, getting ready for the game on Sunday and stuff like that sort of day. You know, I don't think I ever asked you if you had a Packer room. <laughs> My brother <laughs> has a Packer room. <laughs> I do not, but I should, I should make one now. It's a good idea. Right, right. I should make one. So, you know, I'm spending my Saturday trying to read the five books I was supposed to start reading a couple of weeks ago (laughs) and post-surgery books, as I called them, but I'm still spending way more time than I, I guess, budgeted for with my little kitten. And I've had her for three weeks. We are third in the season. So it kind of, it's like, she's going to be my NFL cat. She's going to be my Packer cat. Uh, She'll remind me of um, our anniversaries and all that. So we celebrated our three-week anniversary. (laughs) Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So in, in football season today, and by the way, that's her little bird. Can you hear her little bird in the back? Yeah. <laughs> a, I forgot to take that away. <laughs> I asked the kids if they could hold off on skateboarding for a half hour, but I forgot about the cat. Oh, it's just too much for me. So we're heading into week three of the NFL tonight with Thursday night football, Carolina and Houston. And I haven't even had a minute to look at the scores. Me neither. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's um, a game I'm like not that invested in. So, yeah. Well, Houston's an interesting situation this year. They might, you know, they're doing better than maybe expected. Carolina's doing yeah. great so far this yeah, season. So I like to see as many games as possible. Um, Packers and the Bears, right, are tied for number one in the <laughs> NFC North. <laughs> After two games, we can we can call it. I mean, actually, the Packers are ahead because uh, we beat a division rival already. So technically, we're um, in the lead in the division. Right. Technically. I, looked, I looked. I was like, okay, so we're on top, and I couldn't remember why. But thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah. It takes me a while to figure those things out. <laughs> I forget everything over the summer. So Packers got the win we all expected on Monday Night Football. We're all mm-hmm. breathing sigh of relief and celebrating of course but a little bit of right a sigh of relief um and i heard um and i'm i forgot who i heard this it might have been murdoch um mentioned that the fan base has reportedly dropped their approval ratings in all everyone involved with the packers but yeah he he does those rankings uh, like as twitter polls and he does them like kind of so he, that one was between um, the first and second games. It was where that happened. So the the it'll be interesting to see what the this week's Twitter polls kind of reveal for that because it just went up um, on Thursday. But oh. yeah, no things dropped dramatically after the first game. That's probably what you saw for that. Yeah, and particularly our quarterback QB one. Yeah. So that was interesting. I was wondering where he was getting that from. I hadn't mm-hmm. had a chance to look. 
So I feel like the NFL overall has been super exciting, especially out here on the West Coast. Um, Ravens got their win over the Chiefs. It was so good. That game was awesome. I know. That was good. I That was really good. I was definitely rooting for, for that. Um, Packers take on the 49ers. Out here in California, of course, it's Northern California, which is very far away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of uh, folks from Southern California going up that I know of. So um, Sunday night football. Duh! So the question is, as usual, are you excited or are you scared? And how do you feel about all of this, Matt? Both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I can't tell the difference inside when I'm scared and excited. Okay. Kitten is now mewing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cute. I like it. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is we're, Underdogs by three and a half points. Uh, I'm mostly like the Vegas betting books right now, which it's really close, you know, and that's yeah. like basically home field advantage is kind of what's pushing it towards the 49ers. Um, I was looking at the uh, st- statistical projections that that they um, post on the uh, NFL.com, what's called like win probability thing. They had the Packers um, up by a point with a 52% chance of winning on that. That's usually, I think, more reliable than like regular people's just like picking stuff because it takes a lot of stuff into account. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a good game. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. It might, it might not go our way, but it's going to be a good game. That's, you know what? And honestly, that's all I asked for. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not all I asked for. I want, well. you know. <laughs> but um, oh, goodness. She's really crying. Oh, poor kitty. Uh, I feel terrible. Okay, I'm a terrible mom now. Everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> I I basically have been letting her tell me when she's wants when she's hungry, and she only cries when she's hungry. So oh. how about if you give us your three superlatives, Maddie, and I will feed her her little herring dish. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So we're just jumping ahead in the script. That's okay. So uh, my three superlatives for the week, right? My first one uh, was uh, this. Once again, John Meerdink shows up in my in my three superlatives, not for the first time, probably not for the last time. This is kind of impressive because he was out for most of the week with his new his new baby and his family. But anyhow, uh, he did an analogy just before the game about how playing the Lions is like going to the DMV. And this just, <laughs> it really amused me. He was saying that um, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be interesting. It's probably going to be worse than you think it will be. And it's always the worst when you really need something from them and they know you do. So that's kind of what it's like going to play the Lions. Um, not always fun or interesting. And I thought that was just hilarious. Um, no one likes going to the DMV. Um, probably very few people out there like going to the DMV. And so uh, just a great analogy. Just just amazing. Uh, my second superlative for the week, this was going to be uh, most prescient, or you could say best prediction. This goes out to uh, Andrew Mertig on the Friday Pack-A-Day podcast. Um, they were talking about, he and Kyle, you know, the co-hosts there, were talking about their their X factor for the game against the Lions, and Andrew predicted Devondre Campbell would be the X factor. Um, Kyle was annoyed because I think he wanted to choose that, and it was a really good pick because Devondre Campbell was amazing on the defense in the game against the Lions. He had uh, 13 tackles, 10 of which were solo. He had an interception. And even though it was kind of late in the game, still an interception is, is an interception, you know, um, not going to sneeze at that. And apart from that, like for the season, you know, he's been, let's see, he had 19 tackles for the season, 15 solo. Um couple of other stuff yeah the interception again of course so like Devondre Campbell's been doing really really well he's been in there for most of the snaps and so to kind of take this on a little bit of a tangent for a second um 
one of the podcasts that I know that Don and I both listen to is the Head of the Pack, which is the uh, one done by The Athletic, and the hosts are Matt Schneidman and Bill Huber, whom we both love. But on that podcast, they did it like right after the game was over, um, Matt Schneidman said that Devondre Campbell was a liability for the team, and I cannot believe he said that because, first of all, he looked good in the game. He had the interception, so that's kind of on my mind still. But then looking at the stats and, and everything, and when the PFF grades came out, he was the fourth highest rated defender for the Packers. So it's like, I, I think it's just a bad take, a rare bad take from Matt Schneidman. But anyhow, so a great prediction from Andrew Murtick is what my point was. And my third superlative for the week goes, um, or is um, most interesting article. It's called that. And that was an article I saw on Thursday, uh, written by Ali Connolly, a writer I was not familiar with before the, before I saw it. It was actually um, quote tweeted by Sam Holman, who's uh, one of my friends on Twitter, a uh, tremendous writer and football mind himself, a very, very good guy. And so he had quote tweeted this article by Ali Connolly, and I have the name of it here. And of course, I'm sure I, I lost it as well at the same time. Um, but basically, the article was about um, looking, kind of breaking down like the, you know, um, McVeigh, Lafleur, kind of offensive schemes and thoughts, kind of breaking that down, and then talking about how defenses are starting to figure out how to counter that and be really effective, which is what we saw in the uh, the first game of the season against the Saints. And so that's part of the reason why the Packers had a really hard time getting anything going on offense was because they were doing such a amazing job at anticipating what sort of like schemes and and you know concepts Lafleur is going to be calling and having amazing like you know counters to that. It was a tremendous article. It was really great. Um, it was it was like just long and detailed and full of information. I say long like it's bad. No, like it was really no, it was way. it was yeah. in the best possible way. It was it's, it took me a good chunk of time to sit down. I'm gonna have to go back and reread it because it was just so much cool stuff to take in. So I did actually um, quote tweet it as well to uh, just get it you know get more people kind of aware of it. So yeah. if you want to go back and check that out, of course it's you can check it out in my uh, my Twitter. Um, but man, that was that was amazing art club. I'm gonna try to find the title here really quickly. Here, uh, let's see. It was how NFL defenses are evolving to stop the boot action explosion. There it is by Ollie Connolly. Tremendous article. That's great. I thought I. Uh, oh yeah, I did. I put it on the read list and I retweeted it on. Hey, hey, we like your. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You did. Okay, good. Yeah definitely going to read that and I promise I'm going to read that before I even sit down with these books because I'll never get to it. I now have actually six books so six no. books Don I realized as I was talking I said the word tremendous like five times I've been maybe listening to too much Dusty Evely that could be the tremendous. case that is his word all the way tremendous I am generally pretty good at speaking publicly and don't mm-hmm. use the word um and I've I've listened to our podcast and I have been, um, 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 <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. I'm working on that. So we'll see if I got any better. T- I'm not aware of it, obviously, when you know, people aren't in, aware. We, we all do it. We all have little vocal takes. Most of us have um as a vocal take, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. It, yeah. And you know what? I think what sometimes when we're tired, I've been more tired because of the surgery and all mm-hmm. that. So we're just not quite as sharp. <laughs> so we're getting better. We'd love to hear what you think of our podcast so far. And we do appreciate all the support we get in the shares. And, and thank you for, for letting me just run around <laughs> and deal with my kids. <laughs> for those who are listening, they don't know that Don was gone for about three minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could hear everything. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I'm back and um, 
And tonight I forgot to mention before I get into my superlatives, we're going to talk about expectations and more specifically how the media and all of us are feeling about running it back with the Green Bay Packers and the Super Bowl prospects this year. And my, my superlatives are kind of lighthearted and in the moment because I think it's way too soon to give up on, on, on this relationship or even have higher expectations from this relationship um, when, when we're still in the dating phase of the season. So we're still in the early dating phase of the season and we all just need to have fun and enjoy the ride. So Maddie, that's kind of where I'm coming from tonight. Mm -hmm. and so, I'm going to share um, a few things. I really, of course, thoroughly enjoyed seeing Lambeau in all its glories and all the fans on Monday Night Football. So good. So good. I felt like the rain was the perfect touch, and um, and I couldn't have been more happy seeing Aaron Jones get those touchdowns. Um, wow. That was wow. just, just and yeah. he, he came out. I mean, he just came out firing up the crowd, firing up the team. He's amazing. I love him anyway, but I just love him more now. And then, um, of course, Tanyan got to run one in. And that throw, that catch. Oh, my gosh. That was <clears> – <throat> I still kind of – I don't understand it. It's wow. Yeah, he he is so so good. So I was stoked to see that. So so my superlatives this week um, represent my state of joy during this dating phase of the 2021 NFL season. <laughs> and so here's what I have. Um, I have weirdest, the weirdest news of the week. And that was that cat. It was in the college football, uh, college football game. I believe it was Miami and Appalachian State. Sounds right. And I don't know if you, did you see it, Matt? Do you know what I'm talking about? I saw it, I saw it afterwards, yeah. Okay. <laughs> OMG, that cat who was hanging from one of the levels in the um, stadium. And he had nothing to do but fall and all the fans um they got some towels to catch him so he was like on a trampoline and brought him to safety of course being a cat lover and an animal lover in general having a little kitten I was just freaked out when I saw that that was crazy but super happy for that happy happy ending a couple years ago I don't know if you remember that black cat walking across the field they had to stop the game I can't remember who what game that was I think it was a Monday night football game it was yeah yeah, that was fun. Cats are fun. I guess there are a lot cats of cats in, in stadiums. There are probably a lot of, you know, feral cats living in those stadiums. So that was pretty cool. That was my um, weirdest news. And so for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, on September 11th, I'm reading from the Miami Gardens, Florida, from the um, Associated Press, the most notable catch Saturday during the game between number 22 Miami and Appalachian State didn't even happen on the field wasn't even a football <laughs> it was a cat and it goes on so if you want to look for for that we'll have that in our um, mentions and you can click to the articles um, my next superlative is the kind of leading into this from cat the best verb used in the nfl and it gets me every time it's used <laughs> by the announcers it's scamper <laughs> i love the word scamper it's a great word. It's a great Aaron Rodgers scampers over to the, you know, and I always think of, you know, a little kitten when I hear the word scamper. I don't, to have it used with a six foot gigantic football player, mm -hmm. usually used with the quarterbacks when they, you know, when they're running with the ball, but generally not with that, maybe with Mahomes, but 
I love the word scamper. And so um, I'm just going to read you what I came up with on the, the, <laughs> it's the, the uh, definition. It's scamper, a verb used especially of a small animal or child. And I guess that's why I like it. Um, run with quick, light steps, especially through fear or excitement. And um, an example is he scampered like an overgrown puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear the word i'm thinking puppies and kittens that's all mm -hmm. um, synonyms are scurry scuttle dash um of course haste and frolic and scutter which i didn't know was a word so mm -hmm. yes yeah, scutter and scuttle so scamper bring it on announcers love that word makes me happy and joyous so and then last but not least not I'm sure a lot of people have heard about this one, but again, it's the most touching. And this is um, our coach, uh, Packers coach and trainer Flea is his nickname. And I, I hear Matt LaFleur talking about Flea all the time. So it's kind of cool. They all do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to give color, to, yeah, color to these people. Um, he retrieved Aaron Jones' lost locket. He, in one of the second of his four touchdown runs, he evidently dropped this locket that had his father's ashes um, he had already dedicated um, the game. Here I go with the ums. He dedicated the game to his father, who he lost last year to COVID-19 at a very young age. I believe his father was only 57 years old, so it was quite tragic. The rest of Aaron's family was at there, and he, he found out he lost the locket, and um, Brian Engel, his nickname is Flea, he was out there in the wee hours of the morning in the rain, on a wet field and at 1.45 a.m. Aaron Jones tweeted that Brian Engel or Flea, he retrieved, he found that little locket. And OMG, how much better is it than, there's nothing that you get tops that. So. Oh, it's so good, yeah. It's so <clears throat> good. So Brian is the head athletic trainer. He's not a coach, I, I misspoke. He's a head, although I think they refer to him as a coach here and there, I don't know. Do they? I think they just call him Flea all the time, really. Yeah, mostly just Flea. Just flea. <laughs> Something cats don't want. Or <laughs> <laughs> So this whole thing comes full circle. <laughs> I wonder where he got that name. That would be an interesting story. How did Yeah, I'd love that? to know that, yeah. yeah yes, let's <clears throat> Brian, if you're listening, we'll have to tag him. <laughs> How'd you get that nickname? We love you. Thank you for doing that for our precious Aaron Jones. What a great, great, great story. And and little baby um, links to all of that. So yeah, it's pretty cool to get the human side and the behind the scenes side of all the folks behind the scenes, um, behind the players after hearing, you know, uh, Coach LaFleur mention them over, you know, in press conferences and whatnot. I mean, it's truly shows what a tight knit team we have. And it's, and, and again, it's the most touching or heartwarming. So what do you think of these bestos, Maddie? Yeah. I mean, the Aaron Jones story with his, his, uh, his necklace, that was really touching because it really tells you, it tells you a lot about how much love there is for him, you know, and how much they respect him and stuff like that. That's going to be out there, you know, in the, <laughs> the middle of the night, basically on a yeah. wet field. I think it's probably serene at that point, you know, looking for it. I mean, that's, Aaron Jones, beloved. And that's the kind of culture they have in the team. You know, it's like looking out for each other, it seems like, and having each other's backs. And oh, I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Well, Matt, any last words for us tonight before we sign off? You know, it's it's like you were saying before, we uh, 
whether we uh, we win or lose, like just enjoy the game on Sunday. You know, it'd be easy to get really emotionally invested, and I'm sure I will <laughs> to to great a degree. But um, you know, it's going to be a great game. I hope, <laughs> and that's right. that's all we can hope for is a great game. Yeah, show up and play. Show up and play, <laughs> no, please, please do that. No, I agree, and and I mean, um, Coach, why did I just lose his name? It was just in my brain, and it just flew out coach for the San Francisco 49ers is phenomenal. Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. My goodness. It was in my brain. It went out of my brain and I hear about him all the time because I do follow what's going on with the 49ers chargers Mm -hmm. and the Rams out here. So Shanahan's brilliant. And they always see, and my sister said, Lori, who I've mentioned probably on every podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She loves it. Uh, She said that the 49ers seem to be our Packers, um, tonight so well we beat them last year i think think we broke the curse last year actually if not for that i'd be even more like afraid of a loss coming up but we beat them last year so you know did we well they were like full of like ridiculous injuries like like half their team was out yeah so it was like it was like fighting the the jv 49ers not the actual varsity 49ers true true true. but still it was a win it was still a win so and it was in california yeah, and we had a short week too mm-hmm. that time, like mm-hmm. we do this time. But also, we had a lot of injuries too. Not as many as them, but yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah. Well, we did. We really did. So, but yes, we did take the win and let's go. Then let's let's just smash them into the ground. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sure, and I, a good game for sure. Show up for sure. We can't have any of what we saw the first day of the season. Okay, I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm just I didn't say that just to the past on this out. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about New Orleans anymore. No, about yeah, no, no, no. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us here. We're super glad to know all of you who are listening. And we have the luxury of being fans of both you and the most storied team in the NFL. We do appreciate your support, your subscriptions, and sharing our pod. And we look forward to seeing you next week on... Hey, we like your pod. Bye for now, everyone. KTFN, folks. <laughs> I know, and that's why I'm with KTFN, because uh, Tigger, you know, being a cat like he is, so that's what I was thinking. All right. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> Thank you.